This podcast contains strong language and adult themes, which may not be suitable for all audiences. Welcome. To Arcade Audio. Hey everyone, welcome to Lakeshore and Limbo, an improvised occult noir story told using tabletop role-playing game rules. Since our investigators are starting another new case, I want to take a minute to welcome new listeners and give you everything you need to jump in here. Any new case is a great place to start listening, but if you want to avoid spoilers for earlier episodes, stop this one, go back, and listen to those. We'll be right here when you get back. If you've never heard of a role-playing game before, it's a storytelling game where one player describes the story's world to the rest of the players who play the protagonists and decide what they want to do. We use a storytelling game called FOO, which stands for Freeform Universal, and there are two main rules. Rule number one, if the characters want to do something that might fail, that player will roll a six-sided die. They're trying to beat the odds, meaning that the odd numbers are varying degrees of bad and the even numbers are varying degrees of good. Here's how the numbers break down. On a six, yes, they succeed, and something else good happens. On a five, no, they fail. But something good also happens. On a four, yes, they succeed. On a three, no, they fail. On a two, yes, they succeed, but something bad also happens. And on a one, no, they fail, and something else bad happens. Depending on their chances, they might roll more than one die and get to take the best one, or they might have to take the worst one. Two, they've also each got mysterious powers but they have to spend their precious foo points or poker chips to use them, and they can only get their chips back by doing stuff I think is cool. Okay, that's it for the rules. Lakeshore and Limbo is a story about a detective agency that specializes in occult crimes run by the former Angel, turned Golden Age Hollywood film star, turned investigator, Vincent Melody, played by C.J. Tor. A disgraced archaeologist with a penchant for destruction named Rick Ryder, played by me, James Harvey Freetley, and Sassy, a young woman with a criminal past who also used to be a cat. And now... The sun sets over the second city. Graves yawn and shadows stretch as the night comes awake. And you're on a strange corner of Chicago where mysteries gather. At Lakeshore and Limbo. The past few weeks have had record lows in Chicago, with temperatures in the high 50s in July. But the past two days have seen lows that have worried scientists in the mid-30s with the promise of snow. That promise is being fulfilled out the window of Melody Investigations, where we find our detectives curled up with mugs of hot cocoa that may or may not have nips of whiskey. The calm of the apartment is disturbed with a banging on the outside door that threatens to knock it down. Jesus! I spilled my cocoa. Only cocoa. Just cocoa. Yes, I too almost spilled my mug that contains only sweet heated chocolate. 
Uh, Sassy has just got her hands in her hands. <laughs> She's just inhaling intensely. Uh, <laughs> and then Catnip, she has her hands. And she's like, huh, what? Oh, uh, 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 somebody get the door. I will, I will take my place behind the desk and, and have an air of authority. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. And somebody I get ma- the door. I'll, uh, I'll have my foot up on the desk kind of doing a, a heroic pose when they enter. Do you guys want me to get the door? <laughs> well, Vince is cleaning off his suit with his magic. And he's like, well, no, Sassy, you don't have to get the door. No, have, I'll get the door. It'd be have, just good if somebody got the door. And I've already got my big <laughs> stiff boot up on the desk. I'm, so, I'm sorry this was such a thing. I just thought we'd strike a pose. And, you know, I, I, no, I, I I'll d- get the door. Let me get the door. You guys, you get posed. I'm going to get the door. All right. <laughs> so I go to the door. Um, you open it and uh, all that you can see are these like light flurries of snow that are gently floating downward um, and you're about to close the door because nobody's there when you hear a deep voice that says, is this the residence of Rick Ryder? <gasps> Hello? Rick, how many invisible um, people do you know? Six, but none that sound like this. <laughs> oh. Uh, yes, please, come in from the harsh element. Depending uh, on who you are. Are you inside? Can I close the door? Uh, when you say that, uh, everybody sees this massive white furred foot step into the, uh, apartment that is followed by a huge eight-foot figure that is covered in white fur Its long arms reach down past its knees with giant claws, but one of those hands is clutching a basket that almost scrapes against the ground. Um, I spill my my cocoa again. (laughs) (laughs) I have to stop being so flustered. Vince, this is not one of the invisible people I know. Oh, Uh, shit. You look soft. (laughs) Can I touch him? (laughs) Yes, uh, thank you. Um... I was told to find Rick Ryder if I ever had a mystery. Oh! Hey! You! (laughs) Oh, guys, wait, no, I do know this guy. I know this guy. What? Huh? Yeah, hello. (laughs) All right, no, long story, long story short, I met this guy one time when I was with my horrible dirtbag, awful manipulative sister, and where the hell were we? Where are you from? What's your name? Oh, uh, I'm from Greece. Greece, we were in Greece. This guy's a Yeti. Yeah, my name's Dinopolis. Hello, nice to meet oh, everybody. Nice to meet you. Uh, nice this is Dinopolis the Yeti. <laughs> oh, you met Rick's sister. Was she like really cool and smart? And, oh like, yeah, hot? she was great. Okay, yeah, she in, was like, really a hot. Way. Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, okay. uh, very smart. I mean, I didn't necessarily go for her because she's not. I like mine a little furrier, but okay. you know, <laughs> she yeah, she was really hot and like super super badass one oh, yeah. please stop okay two two oh, things cool. real quick real quick if i could just clarify one please stop sexualizing my sister two please stop liking my sister <laughs> i'm sorry uh mr Denopolis, is it or you could just call me Denopolis. Denopolis. uh is, would, would you care to have a seat uh can we fetch you a beverage or a snack of some sort Oh sure, yeah. Uh, well, I brought I brought some PB and J's not only for me but for anybody else that would like to have some. You're uh, so nice. Oh yeah, thanks. You know, quick <laughs> Just question. Doing my thing. PB and J, same thing to a yeti as it is to a human. 
I don't know. You tell me. And he pulls out a peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> That's a crazy coincidence. <laughs> no, I mean, we don't like we know humans. We like we've met humans before. And you've adopted from us our greatest creation, the PB and J. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it is it, it is the best. I do really, really like it. Knobs, what are you here for? Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, my daughter is missing. What? Yes. Spill Coco oh, again. I'm so <laughs> sorry. I should have I should have figured there'd been something like that wasn't that surprising. I know you should have known you had a mystery. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, that's that's fine. Uh, like a handkerchief comes out of or, or not a handkerchief, uh, a rag comes out and like starts getting mopped up. It's from it's from Frank. Um, oh, thank you. Thank you, Frank. Um, uh, speaking of which, uh, Mr. Donopoulos, I noticed you have uh, exquisite camouflaging abilities. Is that uh, when you are out in the snow? Oh, yeah. That's why that's why Yetis bring snow with us wherever we try and go, you know? Oh, oh. I, I was certain this was an effect of climate change. You know, it causes changes at both extremes. Oh, yes. No, you don't have to tell me twice. That's why a lot of Yetis have died off. It's because of climate change. Oh, I'm so but, sorry about that. Oh. Or, Can I just say Sassy's like nuzzling into him? <laughs> like just like rubbing her face on his arm. Or, guys, we may have just solved the mystery of climate change. It's not real. It's Yetis. Okay, uh, the opinions of Rick Ryder does not reflect those. Of <laughs> no, no, I thought I thought climate change anyway. was real. I thought climate change was real all the time, but then I uh, we didn't factor in Yetis, so maybe Rick, it's you, not. You at least make somewhat of a point in that uh, if our dear friend here has says that the Yetis bring the snow, uh, uh-huh. how long have you been in town, sir? And are there hot oh. Yetis? Um, oh yeah, there's some very, I mean, wait, not sec, not, not like, not hot like my sister. I mean, not hot, like, no, (laughs) like you think my sister is, not hot like you think my sister is. He said it. No, I just mean climate change. I'm not Um, interested if there are hot yetis in your area looking to meet you. I am interested (laughs) in the yeti that we cannot find. Uh, So, so, uh, Denopolis, uh, it has been snowing in Chicago unseasonably for quite some time did that correspond it's with only your been, i will say it's only been snowing for uh like a day and a half really okay. um it's been it's been unseasonably cold for uh a couple weeks now that's my question is you've only been in chicago for say a day and a half yeah so the the, the entire unseasonal winter cannot be blamed on you now it's possible your daughter is here and she started the process and then or there's a other reason. That, that's a little bit what I was thinking was that, yeah, my daughter was here. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I mean, should I, should I tell you what happened? Please. Like, what? That would okay. probably be nice. Are Please. you good? I, Are you comfy? Oh, yeah, I'm doing great. I'm just great. like this setting is, him. No, this is nice. This feels good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm sorry, I don't know uh, the custom. So, Should we all be petting you while you tell this story? Is this? No, one's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, uh, I, I brought, uh, my daughter Choni, um, she and I, she and I were heading to a family reunion that was happening in Canada. Uh, last year was in the Himalayas. It was a really good time. Um, but, uh, this year we, we, we headed off to Canada and she was playing with the other Yetlings, but, uh, she must've gotten lost or something. Uh, but we were able to find her footprints along with some boot prints next to next to her footprints and then finally just boot prints 
Um, and we, we decided to talk to some of the scientists that just like study up in Canada for a while that a couple of my friends know, and they were able to track a plane that was leaving from where we were to, uh, Chicago. Hmm. Now, uh, you say playing with the other Yeti young, so she's very young. What is her age? Oh, she's only she's only three years old. Oh, oh, baby! So she would not. Yeah, have she's just a little. Book this flight on her own. Interesting. No, not no. Yetis aren't great at booking flights. I walked here. Oh, oh, wow! Goodness. What about Thank this you. place where there were only one set of footprints? All right. Anyway, <laughs> it's because the yeti was Wait, camouflaged. Did Jesus? Did Jesus? Did take- Jesus steal your daughter? <laughs> I don't know who Jesus is. Oh, well, maybe. all right. That's a problem. Let me start you off right now. <laughs> no. Right. Hold on. no. Right, right now, Rick, you can put Jesus down as a suspect if it makes you feel better. But we, we will move on to if there's any other pertinent details of your story. Well, well, now, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So the footprints did stop. Your daughter's footprints did stop. Is your daughter small enough to, say, be picked up by a, what I'm going to call tentatively, perp? Uh, yeah, I think somebody was probably picking her up. All right, that checks out. Um, but we, we, we uh, they also said something about it being like, they said it was midway, um, and and that there was like a, a specific business part of midway that the flight was going into. Oh. Uh- business well, yeah they... like like yeah that's what they said that it was like for businesses or something it would have to be a private or cargo it would be hard to explain a yeti child on a commercial flight well how large is a three-year-old yeti he makes the the size of um of about like a a, Mini a fridge. medium dog okay a okay. medium dog and what do you think is name a medium dog <laughs> That's that's the size that he's like giving you. Golden it, it would retriever. Be, it would be like like yeah, a retriever. Roughly, yeah, yeah, roughly golden retriever sized. Okay, <laughs> but right. on two legs, yes. not a golden retriever on two legs because not that tall. But like, yeah, right. I mean, but also, yeah, she would also uh, like. Yeah, she. I'm, I should be in character. She also has uh, <laughs> like she she does tend to walk on her hands. You know, a little a little bit ape like. Mm. She's a mm. baby. Yeah. She a yeah. baby. <laughs> All right. Oh. So, wait. Do you think they flew business class? Why? Wait, what? No. <laughs> Why it just that? Say, it would be, have to be a, pri- a private plane or a cargo plane. I don't know what part of what part of Midway specifically has the term business involved in it. Look, what? I'm not scared to fly. You are. <laughs> What's that? Mm. What's that? Mm. Nothing. Wait, are you scared to fly? What? No, Vince is. He said so. I used to fly all the time. He has wings. Had. Or had wings. Sorry. Well, Sorry. see, there we go. So let's move on. Vince can't fly, and that's so, all there is to it. hold on. You're <laughs> saying you're scared to fly. Is I'm that- not scared to fly. Otherwise, why would I be vigorously pursuing a, a an airplane license? Are oh. you? What? Can we drop this and f- no, a man's we, daughter is missing? But this is very important. Have you had any lessons over at Midway or know anyone who gives lessons at Midway? I might know. I might know a couple guys over at Midway. There you go. Okay. That's an excellent lead. Great. 
Maybe you could fly us around on a plane when we get there. I could <laughs> fly you around on a plane, but it would have to be a crop duster right now. Also, the weather is terrible. That too. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, I think... Maybe we go to Midway. We look at some scary planes. We see if we can't find... Scary. So you just said it. No. scared of the planes. We're not scared of the planes. Why are you going to be vulnerable with us, man? (laughs) Look, first off, planes, they can't hurt you. And it's fine to be in them. Second off, it's all right to not have control sometimes. And third off, shut up forever. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Demopolis... Uh, who is there anyone who has an interest in like stealing your kid like why like anyone been sniffing around hanging out with i mean i i was told by the scientists that we talked to that any other scientists that weren't doing like weather stuff would be or that even that would be doing weather stuff would be like interested and that we should play it safe but they've always been super cool with my cousins and haven't done any experiments or nothing on them hmm Interesting. Still begs the question of why Chicago, but um, is yes. there some kind of lab here? Well, there's numerous there's labs in the, Chicago. Well, there's also the lab that you know, sassy. We ran. Rick, into. I don't want to. I don't. Not. Oh, what? so we all have stuff we don't want to talk about. Maybe we all respect that for one another. I have to go to the bathroom. And so do she, I. Like, runs with like nip in her hands. Oof, that addiction getting bad. Uh, <laughs> like she, when she's using it to cope with emotions, that's when you know it's a real problem. Uh, <laughs> but I was kind of trying to avoid that particular topic. There are also labs associated with numerous universities in the city of Chicago, not to mention any number of commercial pursuits. Um, but yes, there is also, now that Sassy's not in the room, a history of mad scientists in Chicago who do lots oh. with some what we may consider a human-animal hybrid, such as yourself, although I know you're distinct. A, a layman may not see it that way. Yeah, but wouldn't a, wouldn't a scientist not be a layman? Well, Ooh, a layman too, gotcha mythological there. creatures. Oh sure, yeah. Hey, uh, why don't we why don't we do this on the way to Midway? Yes, absolutely. Uh, Mister Dinopolis, uh, would you care to join us as we search for your daughter, or would you be more comfortable letting us uh, do our job and check back in? I was going to take your all's lead on that because generally I try not to get seen, and mm. like being in a city is weird. I do not like it. Um, so I yeah, if you want me to go with you, I I can go with you and stay pretty invisible as long as it's snowing. Um, but for the sake of stealth, yeah. especially since we are going to what could imagine a bustling airport, why don't you stay within our office? But we will call you, and then maybe we'll pick you up later, if that's all right with you. That, yeah, that's fine with me. Um, I see you got a ghost here, right? Yes, uh, Frank. Poltergeist. Yeah. Uh, oh, a poltergeist. Is he cool? Mr. Yeah, uh, he's rad. He's very nice. Hey, Sassy. I get surprised because Sassy reappeared and I spill my cocoa through fourth <laughs> and final time. I'm like way chill now. Um, yes, uh, Frank, this is our client, Mr. Nopolis. Hello. Uh, Mr. Nopolis, this is Frank. Hello. Oh, yeah. There, yeah. Okay. I thought I said hello both times. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, Frank, uh, due to his poltergeist nature, cannot speak. Um, 
He communicates through a series of raps. Raps on the table, not like not like I realized. Oh, that's too bad. I got very excited. (laughs) Yeah, I think everybody here got really excited when we were when we heard that a ghost could rap. (laughs) Once again, my ancient colloquialisms have led me astray. Uh, I apologize. (laughs) Oh, you're fine. Yeah, uh, but if you guys want to head to Midway, then I can hang here. Uh, Excellent. Uh, There also might be a precocious teenager to come about. she last we checked was taking a snow day and sledding, which I'm sure is wholesome and not a m- cover for a minor crime. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sassy knows that by by <laughs> sledding, she's like full on like in a in a cafe somewhere doing computer crimes. <laughs> <laughs> computer crimes. She's breaking into like uh, offshore accounts. <laughs> exactly. Transferring their money. <laughs> but not transferring them to like herself or to you all or anything. Transferring them to just like weird, <laughs> like like niche uh, charities that she knows about. <laughs> I imagine she's just finishing off a lot of Kickstarters for a lot of like small businesses. Yeah, <laughs> investing exactly. in random shit. Just like <laughs> that she like, wants. Good natured small businesses, but some with like the oddest ideas. Uh-huh. <laughs> she wants to make dreams come true. I yep. think that's very cute. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so you all head off to Midway, uh, doing some Googling, uh, you find out there is a specific like business airport that is like attached. Um, so they use the same runways and everything, but it's a specific area for, um, high working business people like CEOs and stuff to, um, get in and out without having to, uh, do public planes. Oh shit. This is wild. You're not going to believe it. Are you afraid? No, no, no. Well, okay. First off, yes. Second off, the guy I know works here. Uh Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. What is their name and notable accent? Okay. Here's the thing. (laughs) You're not going to, you're not going to believe this guy's fucking place. (laughs) It's it's off the chain. You know what? Oh, I see him over there. I'll let him introduce himself. Don't make fun of his name. It's, Wait, but where is he from? Well, hold on. You'll you'll be able to tell immediately. Oh, and don't don't make fun of his name because it's okay. hilarious. Here he comes. Oh, hello. <laughs> My name is DB Doobie, and I, <laughs> this isn't and the guy. I I, this isn't the guy. Just brush past him. Push him aside. Push him aside. <laughs> Oh Sorry. no, would you like this pamphlet? Sorry, Mr. Doobie. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It's nice thank to meet you. I give Mr. Doobie a dollar. I like his energy. <laughs> no, no, it's Mark Cheswick. He's over there. He's French. Mark Cheswick. Oh, he's French. Fuck. <laughs> oh, I can hear the French already. <laughs> oh, hello, Rick. Hey, God, it's so That's bad. a French. Yeah, that's a French. It's, wow. That's Story like, I out. think that's the northern oh. region of... <laughs> France. <laughs> Bonjour, I'm from the northern region of France. What's up, Mark? Hey, Rick, it is so good to see you. Yeah, hey, uh, I'm uh, I'm just about ready to work my way up to, I think, uh, one of those little, uh, you know, um, fucking two-seaters. Oh, sure, but it would be helpful if you would stop screaming while you are uh, I will. Uh, look, hey, <laughs> hey, Mark, can we be cool? <laughs> can we be cool oh. for a second? <laughs> Cool about what? Your incessant screaming and then the multiple times that you have peed your pants? You can't hear 
me scream because the wind is so loud and you're down there. And no, what's crazy is that you can totally hear it from the ground, even though you are so high up and the planes are so loud. Okay, this Hi, is my investigating a missing child. <laughs> this is my boss. Sorry, I t- I t- there's a wedding happening over there. I t- I, I tinked I tinked a glass that happened oh. to be near us. Because uh, I was annoyed. <laughs> Look, this is my boss, Vince. This oh, is bonjour. This is Sassy, my Hi. co-worker. Uh, bonjour, enchanté. Look, we're looking for a missing Yeti child. What? You we believe in Yetis? Rick, Rick, shh, Rick, Rick, shh, shh. No, no, this put, guy loves Yetis. I, this I guy my, loves Yetis. I put my hand all over Rick as much as I can. Hello. There seems to have been a child who was brought here, perhaps against their will, and we do. We want to return the child. Safety is paramount, so as much information as we can get. Has there been any flights through your business section that seem to be trying to keep their pat- flight patterns off the books, their comings and goings and whatnot? Uh, nobody has kept them off the books, okay. but uh, I. I mean, there was a uh, weird woman um, who, I mean, she did not look like our normal clientele, um, but she had a uh, a cooler. How and big? she was very insistent on carrying that cooler all by herself. Do you think you could have fit a golden retriever in that cooler? It was a nice cooler. It was an abominable cooler, the brand that we all know and love. This can't oh, be they, fucking real. They have to stay cool, right? Is that yes? Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yes, they meaning beverages. The the beverages, (laughs) the drinks. So, (laughs) once again, this private detective information is paramount. What do you mean when you say she was a weird woman? Uh, Well, most of our clientele have, you know, are wearing suits and various sort of business attire. Mm -hmm. She, she seemed a lot, um, how you say, uh, crunchier. Crunchy. 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 Like, uh, like she was a hippie kind of lady. Yeah, we. Uh, Good. Okay. Not that she just like didn't wash her clothes. (laughs) Speaking of which, speaking Uh, of, speaking of. Was there an odor coming? Awesome. Uh, I mean, it was mostly like patu- patchouli, you know. Ew. Sassy. Yeah. Sassy. I know what that smells like because I hate it. Right. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. It's very pungent. No, what I'm saying is, you know. Oh, patchouli- do you want me to smell? <laughs> yeah, sassy. I don't. I can't believe I had to tell you. <laughs> oh yeah, no, totally. That's like tell- that's like you telling me to grappling hook. <laughs> Yeah, no, absolutely. Or fly a plane, like, which is a skill I have. <laughs> so she, I'm going to start smelling in the air, but also I have to like clear out nip. I have to like wipe nip <laughs> off my nose. Um, you, you're smelling in the air. You don't smell anything. Um, and he sees you doing this and he says, this was a few weeks ago that she came through. Oh, all right. <laughs> I, I, I think that... Yeah, the smell would have dispersed by now. Um, and everybody with her, though, were wearing, like, polo shirts and jackets that all had the uh, Abominable logo on them as well. Abominable, the cooler company? Yes. She, she was with a full crew? Yes, there was a whole crew with her. 
Anything else notable that really stuck out? If you say it's a few weeks ago, you seem to remember a few details. Is there anything else that was uh, top of your mind? That was the most of it. Is that she? I mean, we even brought one of those like logic luggage carts that everybody loves riding on, and mm-hmm. she she didn't even want to ride on that. Oh, oh, ridiculous! It really upset the uh, Dibu Dubu over there who, <laughs> who oh, loves driving that around. We don't give I'll a shit how he feels. <laughs> I'll ride on it. Yeah, I before ride we go, we'll it. take a quick ride. <laughs> Guys, please don't placate Dibu Dubu. He fucking sucks. <laughs> You he turn around and he's standing right there and there's like a tear that rolls down his cheek. But he cries Aww. very loudly, so we all notice. <laughs> that's that's him crying. Um is, is there anything anything else that you need? Real quick, you know the address of every company in Chicago. <laughs> where's uh where's Abominable's Abominable's headquarters located? Oh, yeah, it's at this address. And he gives you the address of their, like, <laughs> office building, <laughs> which you look up and could have from yeah, the I beginning. Like... <laughs> I know, but it's, no, like what... the, it's like a skill you have. I thought it would be fun to highlight for my friends. Amazing. No, you're right. It was, cool. I appreciate it. Nobody Very knows cool. the secret headquarters of the Abominable Cooler Company. Some say it's just a legend. <laughs> <laughs> All right, a uh, quick ride on the luggage thing and then head over there. Yes! Dibi Dooby, bring it around. <laughs> it's such He does such a good job on the ride and Rick's not there for it because he's pouting, but it's so much fun. He's like taking you off ramps and stuff, but you feel safe the whole time and it's so much fun. Nathan, would you You're say that best. Sassy and I get so much joy from this, we each get a food point? Yeah, yeah, that's how that's how good it is. Is that you both get food points, and Rick gets one taken away. <laughs> you guys see no. why I fucking hate this guy. <laughs> uh, Rick Rick has all three of his food points. Thanks so much for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on iTunes. Your review helps other people find our show. And if you really enjoyed the show, consider supporting us and all the other great shows on Arcade Audio by going to patreon.com slash arcade audio. There you can talk to the performers on our secret Discord server, get a postcard from your favorite character, or dope Lakeshore and Limbo merch. Write to us on Twitter at Lakeshore Limbo, all one word, or at lakeshoreandlimbo at gmail.com. Sassy is played by Tina Arfey. Find her on Twitter at Tina2Cats. Vincent is played by CJ Tor. Find him on Twitter at CJ Tor. Rick Ryder was played by James Harvey Friedley. Everyone else was played by Nathan Kaplan. Find him on Twitter at Nathan Kaplan. This work is based on Foo, the freeform universal RPG, found at http colon forward slash forward slash nathanrussell.net slash foo by Nathan Russell and licensed for our use under the Creative Commons Attribution 3.0 Unported License. Our cover art is by Megan McCune. You can see her work at artstation.com slash snippersar. Our music was created by John Monteverde. You can find his work at johnmonteverde.com. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.